Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. All right, it is high noon. The sirens are going off in the suburbs. We usually play hang up and listen on this program at this time, but kind of that's the sirens going off in South Memphis. Police just entered the big house of Ghetto Ohio State and their hooligans off the field for fighting. Mm-hmm. Who ended up with the Blu-ray player, Michigan or Ohio State? Which team? Michigan in that one. Michigan. <laughs> it looked like they were brawling, brawling over a Blu-ray player there. Although, Ohio State player left the field and gave everybody the finger. Oh, wow. Uh, chaos. It's definitely uh, a big game today, Ohio State-Michigan. But lots on the line because Michigan can 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 cause the upset and shake up Ohio State's argument for anything uh, today and knock out all their chances no matter what happens in the Iron Bowl uh, later on today. We'll continue to keep you abreast of those scores on this uh, rivalry. Said uh, rivalry weekend in, in college sports, but we're about to give you the opportunity to talk smack. To the representative, the unofficial mascot of the Los Angeles Clippers is is Clipper Daryl, and uh, he's going to join us in a moment for you to talk smack to Clipper Daryl. And we're going to give you uh, usually as soon as we play, hang up and listen. We give you uh, ten dollars to East Twenty Four Hour Cafe. It's where we have breakfast each and every week, and we had it again today for breakfast. And boy, is it delicious! East Twenty Four Hour Cafe has four Memphis area locations. There's the original in Midtown, across from Methodist University Hospital. There's the one on Summer Avenue. There's the one right down the mountain from us at Park and Mount Moriah, and there's the new one at Poplar, across from. East High School. Uh, East is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and they serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So if you're out late going to the game tonight or hanging out uh, anytime, don't stop and get some lousy fast food or something. East is always open. Stop and get something delicious. It's East 24-hour cafe. Let's go eat at East. Now, usually we give $10 to the first caller for hang up and listen. We're going to give the first caller today on Talk Smack to Clipper Daryl. Uh, $10 to East, 24-hour cafe. Let's go eat at East. So if you're the first caller to talk smack to Clipper Daryl today, we'll give you $10 to East, 24-hour cafe. But the phone lines are open during this segment. If you want to call in and talk smack to Clipper Daryl or whoop that clip or uh, what are we we're calling it, whoop that Clipper Daryl. I got it. Here's the intro for this segment. All right. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. You love that clip. I just want to slap somebody. <laughs> But if you talk smack to Clipperdale, it's a big because it's rivalry weekend in college football. But it's going to be uh, a big rivalry day in the NBA in Memphis, Tennessee, on Thursday night for a rare non-TNT Thursday night game uh, happening in Memphis at Federal Express Forum. We're going to be joined uh, by Clipperdale here momentarily, and you can get your phone calls in three six zero eighty two fifty five is the phone number three six zero eighty two fifty five is the phone number if you want to talk smack to Clipper Daryl. We're going to go ahead and get this started now, and we're going to be joined by Clipper Daryl. What's going on, Clipper Daryl? Let's go, Clippers! Let's go! What's up, (laughs) y'all? What's going on? All right. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy holidays to you, too. Uh, You going to eat sushi out in L.A. for Thanksgiving? No, I don't eat. I don't eat. I've never had sushi in my life. I I tasted it, and I didn't like it, but, you know, hey, to people that eat it, hey. You don't like sushi? Oh wow! <laughs> no, I'm not a sushi guy. Yeah, you at definitely all. could not be a Lakers fan then. Okay. <laughs> Never, baby. <laughs> Red, white, and blue. Uh, who? When we talk about the rivalry and what is it? Lakers, Clippers, or Clippers Grizzlies? Like, who do you guys hate the most right now? 
You know what? I don't hate any. I don't hate anyone. I, <laughs> I want to get that out there. People always say I, I don't. I don't hate any. You know, them forty-eight minutes that I play against your team. That's the hatred. That's the fight. After the forty-eight minutes, man, we go home. We embrace. Hey, let's do a high five. But right now, it's gonna be rivalry week against the Memphis Grizzlies, baby, and I can't wait okay. to kick that butt. Oh, all right. If you want to talk smack to Clipper Darrell, we have our phone lines are open, 360-8255, 360-8255. Clipper Darrell, who is the biggest Los Angeles Clippers fan, and we know uh, we have the opposite of those living right here in, in the Mid-South, the uh, the biggest Grizzlies fans. If you want to call in and, and go toe-to-toe with Clipper Darrell, talk smack to him, you can do that. Uh, right now is your opportunity, 360-8255. Thanks for, for, for letting this happen today. I know it's, you know, we're opening up our phone lines in Memphis Tennessee to talk to you. you are you ready, Clipper? I oh, mean, I'm. I'm st- I stay ready, baby. I stay ready. No, I mean, we supposed to call you Daryl or Clipper or Clipper Daryl or CD or what are we supposed to call you? No, you, uh, Clipper Daryl is fine, man. You know, I'm, <laughs> and that, that's in the past, baby. First we and last to name. The future, baby. Sixty and twenty-two Western Conference Finals, baby. Here we come. Sixty and twenty-two. Sixty and twenty-two. Oh wow, that's a, that's a pretty bold prediction there. That is a, a bold prediction. All right, well, let's go ahead and we'll start this. Uh, talks back to uh, Clipper Dale. We're gonna go to our first uh, caller today. Grizzlies Bill is on the line. What's going on, Grizzlies Bill? What's up? What's up? You're, you're on yeah, with Clipper Dale. Let me say this: uh, all the love I will give you, Craig. You you do disarm me just a little bit. I do feel a little guilty coming on talking too much smack, but. Uh, I mean, I do say this. Last, uh, I talked to you last time during the playoffs, and it's like, uh, you know, you disappeared after that. After we, uh, I think y'all were actually up in the series at the time we talked, and I predicted that we were going to come back after you boldly predicted y'all were going to sweep us. And uh, we hadn't heard from you since then, and now you come back talking about how y'all going to the Western Conference Finals. And that's while right now we are without Margasol, which is a key ingredient to beating the Clippers. That's going to be that is going to be a tough matchup for us now. But as the season progresses, you know we play again in the playoffs. I have no doubt in my mind that we will again take the, the uh, loudmouth Clippers out to the woodshed and beat them. No matter who their coach is, no matter who they hire, they can try to bring back uh, anybody they want. I know they got my old boy Doc from uh, Boston up there now, but uh, let's just you know let's just say that all the talk and everything, all the rhetoric and signing the big. Big gun, Chris Paul, and Blake Griffin with his loud mouth. You know, all he can do is run up and down the court and try to dunk. Other than that, he can't do anything else. You know, uh, you know, it, it talk is cheap, and we beat y'all last year. We come around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep you on. Keep you on it last year. Even you should have got a good rest since the last time we talked. Are you finished yet? <laughs> I, yeah, I was finished with y'all last year, but you know what. <laughs> Any response? Are you just are you just taking it? Uh, less, so like I'm, I said, he did disarm me a little bit with all the little love that he spoke at the beginning. So <laughs> he he just says that he just says the love, but he, he no, he did a good job. It kind of shot me down this little bit. I, I feel guilty coming out too strong. I didn't want to come out too aggressive because I, I mean I do admit it is just a rivalry. I know I've heard him on lots of shows nationally and everything, and I have a, I have respect for you because you're willing to stick yourself out. A lot of the fans don't won't do that, and I'll give you credit for that. But I just remember I last year you talked a lot of trash, and then I'll say when you hear nothing else from you the rest of the time. But I mean, I whooped us. I mean, what, what, what do you want me to do? Hey, <laughs> I, I got respect. You know what I'm saying? Y'all took us out. You know what I'm saying? And wasn't nothing I could say. You know what I'm gonna do? Come on, I'm not gonna talk mess and y'all beat us. You know, but when we nah, beat y'all this, when we come back this season, 
line with you guys, baby. It might be a game seven, but red, white, and blue will definitely be victorious this season. Definitely. All right. Well, <laughs> Doc Rivers ain't suiting up. Let me say, uh, we'll, just have, we'll see, you know, Dak, we signed Kufos. He's going to be in there uh, banging with y'all. I mean, DeAndre Jordan looks good right this minute, but he can't score. Blake Griffin's the only guy in him. You know, he still hasn't got a post game. All he's got is driving to the basket on the fast break when no one's guarding him, but Zach ain't going to let that happen. But, you know, talk is cheap. Come, come game time, crunch time, we know what's going to happen. Mike Conley draining the three in the face of Chris Paul. Oh, my goodness, baby. CT3 for MVP, baby. It's the uh-huh. NBA, baby. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic right now sitting on the bench with his so-called hurt hamstring. Hey, hey, this is going to be tomorrow night, tomorrow afternoon, is going to be the play of the NBA Finals, baby. The the the, uh, the preview of the NBA Finals. The Los Angeles right. Clippers versus the Indiana Pacers. <laughs> oh, no, well, I hope yeah, not. Just wrong. Right. You just wrong that over the place your, now. Uh, that's on your PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, dreams do come true. There you go. All right, guys. All right, thanks, well, Chris Lee, Bill. Appreciate right, thanks, Chris Lee, Bill. All right, that's that's how it's done. Three six zero eighty two fifty five. If you want to get in, you want you want to talk smack to, to Clipper Daryl, you can you can do that now. Three six zero eighty two fifty five is the phone number. That's a nine zero one area code. If you want to call eight 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 three six zero eighty two fifty five, you can also uh, call that number as well. Clipper Daryl is with us uh, in this this uh, segment to kick off the hour today. It's it's rivalry weekend in college football. It's going to be a big rivalry day at Federal Express Forum Thursday night in the Grindhouse Clippers coming to Memphis this Thursday night uh, to battle the Grizzlies. But, Clipper Joe, you got to realize that, I mean, and I know you're, you're being very humble, and I can tell, but it's because the Grizzlies have won five straight against you guys. Is that what it is? I mean, <laughs> Oh, no, man. This is, I mean, you know, I mean, it, this is all fun for me. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? I, oh, I, yeah. I, I, respect, I respect fans throughout, man, you know, hockey fans, baseball fans. I mean, whoever fan you, you, you cheer for. But during them 48 minutes, so you come interview me, you come, you come to a game, okay? <laughs> and let me put Grizzly Bill next to me, and you got Clipper <laughs> Durrell, baby. It's a battle, baby. The forty-eight minutes, man, it's nonstop trash talking. Okay, if you were playing, we'll say you. I know you say you don't hate anybody, but if you were playing uh, the Lakers tomorrow and the Grizzlies on Monday, just hypothetically, uh, which one of those games would you rather win, the Lakers game or the Grizzlies game? Both of them. <laughs> you had to pick. And I go, oh, only win one of those two games. Would you rather beat the Lakers so you can laugh at Lakers fans when you see them in Los Angeles, or would you rather beat the Grizzlies because that's been a thorn in your side? I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. Got to be both of them, man. Ain't, ain't no way around that. Got to be both of them. But five straight. So you got to think maybe the Clippers are. Or I'm not. Maybe do maybe they're do a win this Thursday night uh, in, in the Grindhouse. I don't know, but it's rivalry weekend. You can talk smack to Clipper Daryl. We're gonna wolf that Clipper Daryl uh, with your phone calls right now. Three six zero eighty two fifty five is the phone number. We've got our next caller. We're gonna go to Ryan. Ryan, you are on talk smack to Clipper Daryl. Daryl, what's up, baby? How can you like the Clippers? I you know mean, what? Chris Paul took a little shit in the face. And he acted like he got hit by the magic loogie on Seinfeld. You touch Blake Griffin, he falls to the ground like a big girl wearing that pink ribbon on his hair, you know, that we blow up and we hold up in the stands. How can you like a team 
that played like a bunch of girls. This team is strong, man. This is the best Clippers team that you've ever seen in Clipper history, man. NBA well, that, Finals, well, baby. Well, that, that's Western Conference Finals, 16-22. No <laughs> ifs, ands, or buts about it. The best Clipper team ever. I mean, ever. Ever assembled. That's like having the best Padres team. What? <laughs> you, you, I mean, they're going to hurt themselves just flopping to the ground. When Cliff Paul comes out of the elevator and bumps into Chris Paul, we all know Chris Paul flops. Clipper Darrell, what, any response to this? Everybody wants to talk about Chris Paul flopping. It's a part of the game, you guys. <laughs> Wake up. If you can sell it to the referee, that's the key. If you can't sell it, move on. Chris Paul's the best at what he does. Nobody can touch team. Chris Paul. CP3, baby. Well, you're MVP. Right. Nobody, nobody team George, baby. <laughs> he, he has to get an MRI every time he gets touched. <laughs> okay, now, now seriously, I got a question for you. If Chris Paul ran head head first into Tony Parker, what would happen? Hmm? What kind of question they is both, that? They both would suffer a career-ending whiplash from the flop. That's what would happen. <laughs> that was pretty good. I mean, it may mess up the space-time continuum, and we would all travel back to the future. But you, you you know it's a part of the game, no man. If you can sell it, see, I don't I don't like I don't like the new rules it's, that you it's can't a, do it. It's a terrible part of the game, and you know it. No, it's not. If you sell it to the referee, you know it's, a, it's just like if you. I mean, come on, man. You, how, how long you been watching basketball? A year? That's like, two years? That's like that's like say if you cheat on your wife and get away with it, it's part of the game. No, nah, that's not true. That's not true because you're not cheating. You're not cheating. You, you're trying to sell something to the referee that you got fouled. You know, especially when you're behind. Come on. I don't like that these guys get fined for that. I mean, it, it's dumb. I think it's, a, I think it's a crazy rule. But, hey, it's a part of the NBA. You don't like that they get fined for that. So, if a city bus is driving down the street and a car rear ends, do you run on that bus and hope to get some money, too? Nah, see, nah, see, that, that, that's something different now. <laughs> it's just, it, it shows lack of character. Mm-hmm. Because you flop? Yes. Okay, have you ever been late for work? Have you been late yes. for work? Yes, okay, I've been now, late for work. Don't you sneak in? Don't you sneak? Instead of taking the elevator, don't you sneak in up the stairs to try to get to your desk before your boss sees you? Have you ever done that? Okay, then. No. It's a part of the <laughs> I game. That shit. I walk in Come late to work, and after I do huh? it three or four times, people know I show up late to work, and they quit talking to me about it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, you must have got that type of job, then. <laughs> No, I'm just Most a stand-up man, like the rest of the Grizzlies. Oh man! Oh yeah, you got what? You, you got a former Clipper on there, anyway. Zach Randolph, that's my guy. <laughs> former Clipper. Yeah, he's a former Clipper, baby. Yeah, I guess he was too tough for him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were like, Zach, if you hit the floor, you'll get a couple free throws a game, and he's like, Nah, I don't do that. <laughs> they, they had they had to get rid of him. I mean, how long have you been a Clippers fan? Twenty-two, twenty-two years. 22 years. Who's your favorite Clipper? I I don't have one. As long as you put on that red, white, and blue uniform, I got love for you. Honestly, Daryl, when they flop, are you not embarrassed? No, not not at all, baby. Not at all. Not a little. Not even even an inkling, man. It's a part of the game. It's a part of the game. You can't get mad at somebody trying to... uh, uh, You know, 
for the Grindhouse Nation. One of our players say that flops, one more we time. Don't, I, we I, don't, don't we, we, I think I'll speak for all Grizzly fans. If one of our players flops, we cringe. Oh man, that's. I mean, I mean, come on, man. Uh, Conley, Conley flop a lot too. You know, Conley he doesn't flop. He, he, he's just not a good. Pounds. He's just not a good actor. <laughs> he doesn't. He he's weighs a good actor. pounds. He doesn't flop. He actually oh, gets man. tossed around pretty easy. Oh my goodness. So, uh, get a new caller on here, man. This is like, <laughs> okay, he don't know what he's talking about. One more question. Is the Clippers' Shoot. plan to lose so many straight to the Grizzlies that they just have to win some in the playoffs this year? Wait a minute. Say that one more time. Is the Clippers' plan to lose so many games in a row to the Grizzlies that they're just bound to win some come playoff time? We got a new coach now, baby. We got They're implementing the new defense to offense. Watch. I want you to. This is what I want you to do Thursday on TNT, baby. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Clip Nation, baby. We rise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daryl. It's been fun. I, uh, All right, thanks, Ryan. All right, thanks, Ryan. I, I, I hope the testicle replacement surgery goes well for Blake Griffin. <laughs> yes, sir. Appreciate <laughs> you, man. All right, thanks, Ryan. Uh, we're, we're talking smack to Clipper, Daryl. If you want to get in, we have a few more minutes left. 360-8255. 360-8255. Clipper, Daryl, the super fan from Los Angeles, is on the phone uh, with us right now. Uh, willing to go toe-to-toe with you as you talk smack with the big game coming up this Thursday night at the Grindhouse. Uh, Grizzlies-Clippers, part of a six-game home stretch for the Grizzlies. Uh, rivalry weekend in college football. Rivalry night uh, at the Grindhouse on Thursday night. One question for Clipper Daryl. Mm-hmm. Was it like a uh, L.A. kind of thing when they mix the Kia commercials with the Geico commercials? Because I know that Blake Griffin plays the caveman in the Geico commercials, and then he's also in the Kia commercials. Is that like a little cross-promotion? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's kind of cold right there. Now, now you know Blake that's Griffin talking is not smack. in the Geico commercials. That's talking smack from Johnny Radio right there. He's not in the Geico commercials. Oh, we, that's not him? <laughs> oh. <laughs> y'all know, y'all is, know better than that. That's, yeah, yeah, hey. yeah. That ain't right. He has that I'm clueless look down. <laughs> like, what? What happened? What? Where? Where were you, Clipper Daryl, when your hero, your pick for MVP, was kicked in the face, kung fu style, by the bear, your, by uh, Tony Allen? Oh man, I was. Uh, I was. Actually, I was on my way to the game. I was on my way to the game. And uh, you know, I didn't. I didn't. When I looked at the replay, Tony Allen's not that type of guy. I've I, I met Tony Allen several times. I've talked to him. You met him. And what did he say? My, he's not that type of a person. Mm-hmm. It was just a part of the game. Even Chris Paul even said it. You know what I'm saying? But it's a it's a it's a situation where the ruling states that if you hit a person in the face, you know, you you got to get suspended. And it's a flagrant too. So you know. Hey, but I got I got I got mad respect, man. I mean, that's your defensive guy. That's the defensive player for the Memphis Grizzlies right there. Tony Allen. He's no joke. I gotta give him his respect. Were you uh at all surprised with uh how much ease Tony Allen was able to kick another man in the face with his shin? Yeah, I mean that was that was unbelievable. I've never I've never seen that. But it just shows how high he can jump, you know. And he was just trying to, you know, you know, obstruct the, you know, accept the situation. But I don't, I honestly, I don't feel that he tried to do it on purpose to, to hurt, to purposely to hurt Chris Paul. I, I doubt that very seriously. Right. Uh, all right, Clipper Daryl. Um, hopefully, uh, <laughs> uh, next time you're gonna, do, we're gonna do this again, right? You're gonna be, you're down for this again. 
Even if of course, anytime, man. Six, six, even after you suffer your sixth straight loss uh, to the Grizzlies this week? You know what, though? You you talking so much mess over there, you making me want to fly down to Memphis, man, and, and watch this game with you. And we get you a I, ticket to the Grindhouse on Thursday. If you won't come down here, we'll get you a ticket. <laughs> you just got to get here. You can't really fly Delta anymore, but you find a way here somehow. Um, if, if you want, you can jump in, uh, send yourself FedEx down here. And, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and we'll get you a ticket. You can sit there, man. I'm telling you, five you in a row. What? Five in a row. That's pretty embarrassing for this team that you think is going to make the NBA Finals. Exactly. I have a big announcement that I'm going to do on Monday. I'm going to see if I can get down there on Thursday. A big I'm announcement? My schedule permits me. I got a big announcement on on, uh, on Monday. So y'all go you, watch out for it, man. It's going to be on Twitter, Instagram, everything. ESPN, everything. It's huge. It's huge. Really? It's off the chain, baby. Right. Are you turning into a Lakers fan? All right, no, so because you're used to cheering for a losing team and you don't feel not right cheering uh, for a winning team. Give us hey, a tease. Uh, what hey. is what is that the announcement <laughs> going to be? Huh? I can't I can't re- I can't reveal it until Monday. All right, so people can follow you on Twitter at Clipper Daryl, and they can uh, to tweet their smack talk to you at any time, right? And you're also oh yeah, on- anytime, man. I answer back all the time. You know, they can go to my website clipperdaryl.com. Actually, what I'm doing to my, I'm fixing up my website that you could be able to that you could put your headphones on and we could be able to go back and forth on that. So. It's gonna it's gonna be real nice, man. This is gonna be a situation that's gonna be off the chain. All right. Well, maybe we'll, maybe we'll see you in Memphis on Thursday. If not, we'll 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 do this again. And I'm sure the Grizzlies will continue their their undefeated streak now against the Clippers since Game Two of the of the playoff series last year. When I say L.A., you say Clippers. L.A. Clippers. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Clipper Daryl. Thanks. I love you guys, man. All Appreciate right. you. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. Let's talk smack to Clipper Daryl. Debut segment. I think it went all right. Johnny, you brought it strong. I think I was the only one that came strong. The only one? Uh, it's tough because Clipper Darrell makes it difficult because we know he's a nice guy. And he claims he, he, he always starts off that he doesn't have any hatred to anybody. And how can you if you're a Clipper fan and you've lost for so many years, kind of like the Grizzlies, uh, both. That's why I think it's such a great rivalry between the Clippers and the Grizzlies. Not because of the flopping stuff, but because both are perennial uh, bottom feeders in the NBA, and now they're both good and they're battling each other. And what's two polished off turds? Yeah, like what? What's stopping? What's you know? It's like who can think that? Like, no, it's just, if you're a Clipper fan, you're going to be like, what's the, in the way between the Clippers and the Western Conference Finals? If somebody told you five years ago, if you're a Clipper fan, they said, between you and the Western Conference Finals is the Memphis Grizzlies or whatever. And you'd be like, what? Or like, Grizzlies fans like, uh, yeah, what's going to stop you guys from being as good as you want to be and, and going all the way? It's going to be the Clippers. And you'd be like, what? These are two teams that are not supposed to be forces in the NBA, uh, but they are. Um, we do have some breaking news about yeah. our story earlier. Uh, uh, Bo Pelini from uh, Nebraska will remain the head coach, uh, according to sources at ESPN. So begging to get fired doesn't get you fired. Um, all right. Uh, coming up, Greg Akers is going to join us in a moment. But first, Marcus. Yeah, first, want to let you know that this portion of the show is being brought to you by the Church Health Center Wellness. Kevin, myself, and CJ, and uh, Johnny Radio over there. We've been members over at the Church Health Center for over a year now. And, uh, and and one thing we know is that the place has it all. Cardio, basketball, weights, strength training. Like I said, they have it all. And contracts, 
and memberships are well, no contracts and memberships are as low as $15 a month. It is located in the heart of Midtown 1115 Union Avenue Church Health Center Wellness your key to a healthier you. You can also check out their website www.churchhealthcenter.org or stop by for a tour today. The I Love Memphis blog calls Church Health Center Wellness a gym for the rest of us. Go find out why a healthier you starts at Church Health Center Wellness. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. Be right back. Greg Akers is going to join us on the other side. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Are you one of many Mid-Southerners who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around weekday nights flipping channels on your TV while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Instead, just invite your friends to be on your team every week at Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's an entertainment experience with weekly theme nights that will test your knowledge on a wide range of topics. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's journal calls Kevin Cerrito a, quote, Trivia Master. For more information on where to play, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit Facebook forward slash Cerrito Trivia or follow Kevin on Twitter at Cerrito. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito, the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warnings. Side effects may include winning prizes, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, spending quality time with friends, and dance-offs. Now play Trivia with Kevin Cerrito downtown at Tampa Tap every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 and at the Green Beetle on South Main every Thursday night from 8 to 10. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. Alright, some Lord T. Eloise and Al Capone bring us back uh, from commercial. Man, it's been a good good 48 hours of music in this town i played fedex forum last night um john mayer i'm john mayer uh, okay i was <laughs> like what the hell i was looking at him yeah north mississippi all-stars going uh, had a concert yo Gotti had a concert super t a big great uh concert weekend uh here in Memphis. We're about to talk about holiday movies in a moment with Greg Akers, uh, but first let me tell you this portion of MSL is being brought to you by Fox and Hound in Cordova. It's the place to have your holiday party, so if you still need to book your holiday party, still haven't figured out a place to have it, or if you just decide, hey, I'm going to get some friends together and we're going to watch some games, the place to do it is at Fox and Hound Cordova. Um, here's how you do it. You call 901-624-9060. That's 901-624-9060. Talk to Kristen Walker. She'll set you up. Um, Fox and Hound Cordova. The Facebook page, uh, go there, facebook.com slash Fox and Hound Cordova for more information. But if you call Kristen, she'll set you up. They'll get you some free apps, uh, a nice reserved space with your, your name tag on there. We have had our we had our fantasy football draft party up there. We had CJ's Life Jamboree. We're going to have our holiday party up at Fox and Hound Cordova. It is the best party in town. Fox and Hound Cordova serves up sports, spirits, and fun every night of the week. It's right there next to the old bogeys in Cordoba. Fox and Al Cordoba, the unofficial place of beer. All right, well, as we look around the college football world right now, looking at some scores, your Memphis Tigers down at the half. This was supposed to be one of those winnable games to close out the season. And after last week, you look at, at Memphis's game uh, last week, it looked like, all right, Memphis can finish strong against these lousy teams, right? 
That's what you thought. I mean, they're yeah. they're going to be able to finish strong against. They got Temple. They got UConn. The last two weeks of the year, Memphis down ten. They can still win this ball game, seventeen uh, seven against Temple at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. Uh, the big uh, game, the brawl that's going on, like, whew. All right, so we were talking earlier. Would you? What's what's more dangerous, a Hell in the Cell match or Walmart on Black Friday? Now we're looking at Ohio State, Michigan, or Walmart on Black Friday. Uh, they were they were battling uh, on the field there, Michigan and Ohio State. Michigan still in the lead and trying to take down Ohio State. Well, whatever. Little too hope. soon. Oh, Ohio just State just scored a touchdown. They're tying it up. up. They're trying to to. Michigan trying to upset Ohio State, trying to to uh, destroy any hope that they have of a national title game, which I don't think they have any hope. No. It's really a win would help Auburn, maybe, if Auburn's able to win the Iron Bowl today. Yes. Uh, Florida State only up 17 on Florida. Only up 17. Oh, that's disappointing. Uh, Duke up 17-15 against in North Carolina. Yes, that is a football game. Duke 24 in the country. Win today. They play Florida State next week. Uh, in their conference championship game, Kansas. Oh, how, State. how awful will they get drubbed in that game, Duke? Yes. I don't think Duke. I mean, not as bad as Florida today. I'll, I'll give you that. Probably, so yeah, probably. whatever that Florida loses at today, I would say maybe cut that in half, and Duke loses. I don't know, maybe more. Duke is is a decent football team, and it says a lot about Florida State's schedule that the best team, but I mean, obviously besides Clemson, that's on their schedule is going to be Duke, and that's says. So. I mean, it's not to say much. Duke is a good team, a serviceable team, but. They would lose a lot, and then we've got we've got uh, Wake Forest Vandy tied up fourteen fourteen. All those smart kids, and then we've got uh, UAB thirteen uh, seven over Southern Mississippi. Those are the games going on uh, right now. If anything crazy happens, we'll keep you abreast of that. But really, the big crazy story this morning: Ohio State, Michigan, fighting like a Blu-ray players on the middle of the field on sale. What's what's up, CJ? CJ so, with his Michigan jersey on. So Miami, first off, Michigan hoodie, Michigan jersey, Michigan T-shirt. Second off, Miami's not a, a good team for Florida State. No. Miami really? Miami Miami, Miami turned up to be turned out to be pretty loud. But you want me to sit here and say, oh, Miss and Mississippi State, give Auburn credit for beating them? Yeah, they're good, solid, quality football teams. Both of those teams would beat Miami. No, they wouldn't. Yeah, they would. Miami. We're going to find out. Again, well, as always, we'll find out most of this in the bowl season. And and, and CJ, would remember when Michigan played Mississippi State a couple years ago? What happened? And I do appreciate that for all the Bulldog fans listening. I really do. It's sad to say that you know you're glad when your team loses, but I do appreciate it. Okay. All right. Last thing I'm going to say. He's talking about a Miami team and saying they're good. They got all beat right. by Duke and Virginia Tech. Please be quiet. Duke is good. Those two teams are the top in their division. Vontech is not uh, very good. Duke is good. That's like getting beat by Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Duke no, that's like getting beat by Texas A&M and LSU. What? You, did you just compare Duke and Virginia to Texas A&M and LSU? Yeah. yeah. Texas A&M defense is pitiful. Dude. Pitiful. Okay. And I think Duke beats Texas A&M. I said it. You think that, really? Come on, man. I'm going to get Texas A&M drunk. would score like 70 points on Duke. Duke would score 71 on Texas A&M. This is not basketball. We're talking football here. Texas A&M can't stop anybody defensively. Dude, you're delusional. All right, all right. But I don't – I'm glad we have CJ here for just, you know, giving that outsider's point of view, but it's not a very good yes, one when you're trying to defend Michigan. SEC, Hopefully, I mean, SEC, SEC. <laughs> it, you know, I mean, it's the SEC. It's all, it's all you need to know. It's three teams any given year in the SEC. The rest of them are just there. 
I don't know. They're beating each other. Everybody's beating everybody this year. Uh, but all, what do you mean? Auburn, Missouri, and Alabama are your three teams this year? Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. Both of Two of them in one state. But I, oh, all right. So LSU doesn't count. When, when it's the last Saturday of the month, we're joined by the uh, TV and film editor for the Memphis Flyer, Greg Akers. What's going on? All right, Greg Akers, welcome to the studio. What up, what up? Back in studio for the second consecutive month. I know. I, I made you know there was a hot chick in Green Acres? Family. What was that, Johnny? There was a hot chick in I didn't Green? realize there was a hot chick in Green Acres. Yes, there's a hot chick in Green Acres. <laughs> That's true. He's and a pig. <laughs> and a pig. <laughs> Uh well thanks for coming in studio. Oh thanks for having uh, me. today. The holiday season is upon us, uh, which means you're gonna have to help us out with some some uh, things we need to watch. Yeah. But first let's let's back up. Last month you talked about Indy Memphis. Mm. What was the best thing you ended up seeing at Indy Memphis? Uh probably Nebraska, which uh, is an uh, indie movie which was just nominated for a bunch of Indie Spirit Awards, which is the big like opposite of the Oscars so all the all the low lower budget films uh and it's really good it's opening up in Memphis officially on December 20th and uh it's really it's really good and there was a sold out screening of it which is you know like we've said one of the great things about any Memphis is they bring in really big uh buzzworthy movies you know long before they open up in Memphis sold out screening I was in there Craig Mm. Brewer was there he mentioned on our show last week that Mm. that was his favorite uh modern day black and white movie yeah I heard him saying that and and it it I mean it's it looks great and Bruce Dern is really good in it and Will Forte who I've always kind of liked on Saturday Night Live and and 30 Rock and whatever but he's he's really good just kind of as a straight man um just kind of a low-key kind of role uh, and then uh, right. the, another almost sh- for sure Oscar nomination, uh, June Squibb plays um, kind of the matriarch of this family uh, in this movie. And she is just hilarious in it. She's great in it um, and, and I, will probably be nominated. I like it. Nebraska. That doesn't open, though, till right before Christmas. Yeah, that's right. So what's going on right now? Because we're still in the in the midst of Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. People are getting tired of being around their family, looking for something to do. If they don't have Grizzlies tickets tonight after the games tomorrow, they gotta get. They may want to watch something at the movie house right now. What's playing right now that they should see? Well, um, the I mean the the gigantic box office success is the new Hunger Games movie, and it's really good. Um, it, you you have to have seen the first one for the second one to make any sense, but. <laughs> Uh, because it picks up right where the other one left mm-hmm. off, but it, I mean, as far as just really giant budget uh, movies, kind of aimed at a younger audience, kind of like a Twilight type of thing. It's it is a quality film. I, I think it's unfair to compare it to Twilight. Well, Twilight's terrible. Right. Uh, and I like oh, Hunger okay, Games. That's what you're saying. Yeah. I've, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I like uh, Hunger Games. Did but, you see Hunger Games? Before? I saw the uh, the first one. I haven't right. seen the new one yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I'm looking forward to seeing the new one because I, I would think, uh, you know, with it being a movie and you and you're not knowing how many people have read the book and the first one they have probably had to be way more character and story and world development and I'm thinking that this one is probably more getting into the movie and probably allowing I, I think this one may actually be better even though I haven't seen it yet mm-hmm. because know. the first one you know there was so much getting people to know and understand mm-hmm. what's going on I don't know I think I like the first one maybe better I've seen both I okay. ended up saying I saw the Hunger Games the the other night 
And after that, I, I read your review from the from the Memphis Flyer, and I gotta I gotta ask: Is this controversial? Some you know educators, some teachers are probably upset at you for for your stance on Hunger Games because mm-hmm. you this is a rarity that you're saying the movie's better than the book. Yeah, well, the books aren't really that good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the concept is is really good and it's very strong uh, and and really accessible to kids, but. But the actual writing, the first one's the best of the three. The second book, and especially the third book, are just really not that good, um, just in terms of the quality of writing. And, and my main complaint of, of the books is the main character, Katniss, who's mm-hmm. you know played by Jennifer Lawrence, is is too passive of a, a of a you know as a as far as a heroine goes you want her to be really strong and uh, you know take charge and she's too passive in the books and so i was let down by that and jennifer lawrence in the script fixes that in the movies which is a big reason i like the movies better all right, I, I do recommend Hunger Games playing right now. Is there anything else besides that? If somebody's already seen Hunger Games, well, um, Twelve Years a Slave is still out there, and I mean, it's you know, it's not like super fun holiday get everyone in the family out to the theater, but <laughs> but I mean, it's one of the best movies of the year, if not the best movie of the year, and it's I mean, it's really tough. It's of course about slavery, but these are all things that happened, and it's I mean, you you have to see it. It's Why has great. it not done better in the box in the box office? I think because because it's a long movie because it's R rated so you know any movie that's R is you know there's a there's fewer people who are going to go see it mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot of people who want to see it who are kind of afraid to see it and you know I guess that's how under- real it is yeah and I mean it's it's unbelievable unbelievably hard to watch I mean one of the reasons I got Oscar buzz so I want to see it but one of the reasons I haven't is because everybody who talks about it is like it's really you know it's really a tough movie to watch and. You know, mm-hmm. It's real serious, and I hope you're ready for. And so I'm like, no, I'm never, I'm never in the mood for that. <laughs> right, yeah. So yeah, that's right. I, I think that's going to prevent people from going to the box office. Real quick, another thing on Hunger Games, though, because this is my big idea for Hunger Games. You let me know if this is a good idea. I think there should be an R-rated version of Hunger Games, okay, with more gore and violence mm-hmm. in it well, for the, the adults, for the adult screening of Hunger Games. <laughs> well, like an adult uncut version yeah. of the yeah, same like thing. The un- yeah, same movie, but just a little bit more violence and gore in that. Well, the, there's a movie, maybe. a Japanese movie called Battle Royale mm-hmm. uh, from the. I think the late 90s, early 2000s, maybe, and uh, it's it's about it has a similar kind of concept about young kids, you know, battling each other, killing each other, and that's much more violent. So you should you should check that out. All right, I, I will check that. What's the name of it again? Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Is it in English? Uh, no. Okay. But it's just gory, it. so... I yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's much more gory. We could all understand gore. All right, Greg Akers is joining us in studio. You follow it's him at, on, on Twitter, at Greg Akers. Read his stuff in the Memphis Flyer every week, talking about TV and film. I really love the new TV stuff you got in the Flyer. I like reading about, about Homeland and the, and the mm-hmm. Memphis Flyer. Um, and I'm writing about Treme here in the next couple of weeks, which is coming back to HBO, so... Yeah, I've never watched that. Should people watch Treme? Treme? Yeah, absolutely. It, That's the New Orleans show? Mm-hmm, yeah, it's set in New Orleans. It's by the guy who did The Wire... Uh, it's not nearly as good as The Wire, but it, in its own way, it's it's really terrific. It it, it has some flaws, which I guess I'll talk about. I haven't really decided what I'm gonna say, but All right. uh, real quick, uh, Homeland. Uh, quick spoiler if you haven't watched, I guess in the past few weeks. But let's who is who's Carrie's baby? Well, the show really wants us to think that it's Brody's baby. Okay. And I, so I guess that's probably the truth. But I, I still think it might be Quinn. It might this be is a very warn, warn people before you do that. Johnny watches that show. It's a, he was listening. We don't know who the baby is. It's a very small part of the show. I'm trying. We're not spoiling you on anything. 
Johnny Kerry, says Kerry it's not his baby, so he's Kevin good. <laughs> oh, Johnny was freaking out that it might have been his baby. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. All right. Uh, let's jump into the the, ho- the holiday movie season uh, is underway. Um, I gave a warning. It's not your baby, Johnny. Don't worry about it. You are not the father. <laughs> we might want to see that paternity test, though. It's a very small part of this season. It just it happens to be going on. I think it, they're setting up for next season. That'll be a big point next season. Okay. Uh, the holiday season's here. Tell us what we need to go see at the movie house once these things start coming out. Well, um, there's some great movies. Um, I think probably more than anything that I'm looking forward to is American Hustle, which is the na- next uh, David O. Russell movie. He's the guy who did Silver Linings Playbook. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one, he has Jennifer Lawrence again, um, Bradley Cooper, Christian Bale, um, Jeremy Renner. I saw that poster when I went to go see Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. I was like, that looks like a star-studded cast. looks pretty cool poster. It's set, uh, it looks like it's set in the 70s. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's based on a true story or not, but it's kind of a con game um, kind of thing going on. And it looks great. And, and the early kind of reviews of it, which I haven't read, but the, the buzz about them is that very positive. That's coming out December 18th. Um, Nebraska, which I mentioned earlier, December 20th. Uh, and then The Wolf of Wall Street comes out on Christmas Day. That's Martin Scorsese's next one with Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. And he uh, supposedly had it, he, he narrowed it down to a four-hour cut of the movie, which, of course, no one no one's going to go see that. Well, I mean, some people will. But uh, he, he got it down to three, just over three hours, so it's going to be his longest Ooh. movie. Uh, and he, This one is going to be the longest movie. It's like longer than Lord of the Rings. It may be. Uh, it's going to be up there the, in the top the 10 next, longest movie of all time. The yeah. next Hobbit movie is, I've heard, is right at three oh. hours, too. Ne- the next Hobbit why, movie will be big. That's December 3rd. Three hours of a movie. It's just yeah. too much. Should they have intermissions in these? Uh, I think, you know, like Sound of Music has an intermission, and it's probably, it might be three and a half hours, I'm thinking. Uh, Gone with the Wind has an intermission. That's over well, they three don't, hours. That's, those are old movies. They don't do yeah. that anymore. Not really. Like um, the Grindhouse double feature film had, like, mm-hmm. but it was two movies. I think it'd be cool if there was an intermission in a Because then you have to worry about getting up to go to the bathroom. I think if you hit the three-hour mark... Work in an intermission, or right? Yeah, right. you do at three hours. You know, at that point, all Everybody's the uh, go all the stuff that you drank, right? you know, before the movie is right. like ready to come out. So. On the other hand, you know, when I go to like a long show at the Orpheum or something, which isn't often, uh, but like I went and saw Les Mis, and during the intermission, and I hated it. And during the intermission, <laughs> I was like, I just want to go home. Why do I have to go back for more of this? Did and you go so back? Did you go home? I, I had to. I mean, I was had to other people. Just a short, home. short, short intermission. Like, how long does a typical play intermission last? Uh, fifteen minutes or so. Okay. I mean, yeah, you have Man, to get time to get minutes, up. I even knew that. You have to get time to get up, wave to the crowd, stand in the line, use the restroom, talk to your friends. Some people need to go oh, out wait. and have a smoke. You know, you, you need fifteen good minutes. Always treat treat the intermission like like it's between class, like in high school. Like you got to get to the bathroom, right. get back as fast as possible. <laughs> Do you think people ever think roll spliff for intermission at a uh, play? Ever what? Roll a spliff. What oh. is a spliff? <laughs> A left-handed cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that happens all the time, Johnny. Um, all right, let's go fast. Let's go through some other good movies. Give us some titles and some... Uh, sure. Um, Out of the Furnace is next week. Uh, that's another Christian Bale movie. Looks really good. He's An- got two coming out? Oh, yeah. He, right. Oh, he's in a million movies. Anchorman 2, December 18th. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Saving Mr. Banks, new Tom Hanks movie, kid, like family-friendly movie, December 20th. Uh, 47 Ronin, which is a Keanu Reeves, like, Ronin samurai movie or something. December, that's Christmas. And The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, which is Ben Stiller, uh, kind of a family picture. That's Christmas Day as well. All right. Uh, all right. We're also, let's go ahead. When Greg joins us every month, he not only talks about TV and movies, but he also 
talks about why Nashville sucks. What about Nashville? Find out what about Nashville. Well, let's go burn on Nashville down, set it all aflame. Barbecue those greeds, head make country weak and lame. Burn, burn, Nash Vegas, cleanse its rancid soul. Burn, burn, branch it too, make it a big black hole. Yeah! Why does, Nash- Why does Nashville suck this month? Well, um, last week or the week before, uh, the Nashville scene, which is kind of like the Memphis Flyer in Nashville, mm-hmm. Alternative Weekly. Uh, Not nearly as good. No, 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 no. I mean, like a, a poor man's Memphis Flyer. <laughs> uh, they um, had a blog post about the survey of all the tennis, uh, of all the congressional districts in the country and talking about like happiness levels and health levels and ranking them. And this story was talking about how, you know, Nashville, Davidson County or whatever, w- was relatively happy. But they were, this story, this Nashville writer was complaining about Memphis's uh, Tennessee Congressional District 9, which I believe is Steve Cohen, uh, and how we, we have really poor health, you know, healthy behaviors. Mm-hmm. We don't have much access to health care, but we're like really high nationally in terms of emotional health and happiness and overall satisfaction with life. And so, so this this writer was saying, why is Memphis? What does Memphis have to be happy about? Why are right. they happy? Because they suck. Uh-huh. <laughs> and 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 like some like the name of the story um, was you know what do they have to be happy about? Um, but they they posted some alternative uh, titles, which is Memphis sucks, but they don't see it that way, and Memphis brings down state again, still smiles about it. And so, um, so th- this post got just like literally just as of today had a hundred comments on it. And so, you know, a bunch of Memphis people came back at it. And, you know, it was it was a it's a great comment post. You should absolutely read that. Uh, Chris Davis, my uh, colleague at the Flyer, wrote about it um, and links to it. So so check out on the Flyer the fly on uh, fly on the wall blog and you can link to the story and read all the comments but you know it's just typical that you know we're happy we like who we are Mm -hmm. and nashville because they hate us for that they hate us for being happy (laughs) because they think we should just be jealous of them all all the time and that's that's the typical elitist Mm -hmm. uh attitude about things ah so it's like an old miss fan uh, you went there. I didn't. I didn't go to Ole Miss. Absolutely no. not. No. no. Oh, you. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. You went there no, no. with a comment. No, yeah. No. Oh, oh, with the comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I thought you. Okay. Hey, by the way, you, everyone should read um, the November Memphis Magazine, which is on uh, newsstands everywhere, uh, which has my cover story about Ole Miss and the Grove experience at Oxford. And hey, sum, I sum it up. In, sum it. up in one sentence your experience in Oxford. At the Grove, it's crazy. Crazy, yeah. It's it's highly crazy. recommended, even if you're not a yeah. fan of Ole Miss. Oh yeah, I'm not an Ole Miss fan, and and I had a great time, and everyone's really friendly, and um, except as everyone was telling me, except for LSU, they hate LSU, and and they won't be friendly to them. <laughs> but, and I'm guess I'm guessing Mississippi State wouldn't be as friendly. Are you married, too. Greg? Ask him if he's married. Is Greg married? Are you married? I am married. Oh man, it's not very fun then. Uh, <laughs> Go down there a single man someday. Fun. It's still plenty of fun. All right, Greg, thanks for thanks for joining us. We are low on time, so we're going to skip our last break and go straight into some woohoos and boos. All right, I'm going to give a woohoo. 
to the fan in Orlando. Did you see the Memphis fan in Orlando that held up the sign that showed it on ESPN towards the end of the ball game that said, "All I want for Christmas is a top twenty-five win." <laughs> that wow. is a, a a Memphis fan, you know, decked out in Memphis gear, uh, holding up a sign like that. That is a, a, a passionate a statement. A passionate fan base. So you have that can hold that sign up, not just holding it, but like waving it fervently. Like, read, look at this, because this is really what I want. We have to make sure Which that Josh Pastor gets a chance to see this. It's it's on. I'm sure he has seen it by now. I would think because he he has covers the media. You know, he watches and and listens to everything, uh, except for your show. <laughs> except for this show. Uh, but like, you have to take the time. It's one thing we know every Memphis fan. That's on every Memphis fan's holiday list. They may not physically write it on their list, right? They're going to get but it. They want that top twenty five win. Not tomorrow. Are they going to get it this year? Yes, absolutely. It's going to have to happen okay. this year. CJ, would you give back your TV that you didn't get at Black Friday for a top twenty five win? <laughs> he didn't get no the TV. because I'm not a Memphis fan. But think that that fan wrote on the sign. I like that. Like took <laughs> took, took up, no took took the time to write that because mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 not like fire the coach, but it's it's a weird it's a weird you're supporting your team and you're just saying come I don't know was it a motivation is it a motivation for the players to see that I as a fan I'm still behind you but if you guys don't beat a top 25 team and give me what I want for Christmas I'm gonna throw a fit <laughs> look that fan can it be a late Christmas gift it's probably gonna be a late Christmas gift right hopefully I mean I mean it's that fan gonna... had to make that sign go out there stand in the line to be able to get that position just in order to hold up that sign went through Dude, a whole they've lot. been carrying that sign around for a couple years <laughs> <laughs> all I want for is a recycled sign and they're going to need to get, like, a little things to cover it up. Like, all I want for Martin Luther King Day is a top 25 win. All I want for Valentine's Day is a top 25 win. <laughs> they, better, they better be ready for that. I'm going to give a boo to Vanilla Ice. Now, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the Houston Texans at all. But what he's doing to the Texans is this wrong. Have you heard of the Vanilla Ice curse now? No. Vanilla Ice performed at halftime during the Texans' Week 2 victory over the Tennessee Titans, 30-24. to They beat the Titans, right? Vanilla Ice, Vanilla Ice was halftime. You know what has happened to the, to the Houston Texans since then? Uh, yeah. They've lost every game since Vanilla Ice performed at halftime. They lost to the Ravens. They lost to the Seahawks. They lost to the Niners. They lost to the Rams, the Chiefs, the Colts, the Cardinals, the Raiders, and even the Jags. You know how they fix that. If right? you lose the Jags, you definitely got a curse from Vanilla Ice. You know the only way to fix that? What? Is to have MC Hammer perform at halftime in your next game. Is that how you reverse the Vanilla that Ice curse? You re- yes, you have to have Hammer, the anti-Vanilla Ice. You know, back in the day, I those two think, were going back and forth. Because Vanilla Ice would be an awesome Liberty Bowl performance. They've got Diamond Rio coming, which I, we supported on this show. Yeah. That bring a, a a country act. At least the country fans will be excited about that. All right, better stop. Than, better than bringing in a casino band that they had, uh, you know, a couple years ago. Um, Collaborate and listen. I thought Villain Ice would be good, but I, it seems like he's not going to get many bookings unless the, the Texans turn this around. This was They're the most disappointing team in the NFL this season. Am I right or wrong? Uh, they were supposed to be a playoff. Falcons. They were supposed to be a playoff team. The Falcons pretty disappointing, yeah, too. The Falcons were supposed to. Some people picked them to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's why Gonzalez but came. The Falcons back. have won since September 15th. True. The Texans have not. They're just awful. All right, that, that's, that's it for our show today. I want to thank Clipper Gerald. For taking the heat during Talk Smack to Clipper Daryl earlier on in the program. Thank Greg Akers for joining us in studio. Maria uh, Garay 
earlier as well. We'll be back on next week from 11 to 1. Remember, if you ever miss a portion of the show, check MemphisSport.com or subscribe to us on iTunes. I'll be back at Trivia next week, Wednesday at Tamp and Tap, Thursday at the Green Beetle. For Johnny Radio and CJ Hurd, I'm Kevin Cerrito. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week from high atop Mount Moriah.